Hi, this is Nick from uh, Paranormal Research Investigators UK, the next in our series of podcasts, and it's based on the findings of a Rosemary Breen. Um, she did a survey uh, which is entitled The Paranormal Survey Report 2011, um, something which caught Andy's eye. He's certainly looked into it, and he's just going to go through with with the findings of the report. I think it was quite an extensive report, um, thousands of people contributed so it's not just hearsay stories from a handful of people this is this is quite a significant report so I'll hand you over to Andy and I'm sure he'll run through and give you the highlights Hi Nick, right, yeah, Rosemary Breen she's written this 2011 report uh, based on 3,000 respondents uh, and the countries involved are mainly America I think six, six uh, yeah, America, Australia, UK, and Canada. Uh, but there are, I think, there's been other countries responded, but they they're a lot less um, response from those. So, so basically, what she did, she's got this website called psychicrevolution.com, and I do encourage anyone to visit the website is to do the survey because she's kept it open and she plans to keep it open continuously. Uh, to obtain the largest ever scale uh, survey ever on the paranormal and to date since this 2011 report was written there is now over 10,000 responses and she's going to just keep this report um, survey open continuously so do visit her website and complete it I've done it Nick's done it it's only taken literally maybe five to ten minutes yeah. it's, it's not a heavy yeah. it's not a heavy questionnaire very easy to complete um, and Rosemary can also be contacted on Twitter, uh, and that's at Psychic Revolution with a capital P and a capital R in it, um, and also on LinkedIn as well. So I'm just going to go into what her survey wanted to find or address, and there was three areas. One was to find out what types of paranormal experiences are people reporting, how often are they experiencing spontaneous parapsychological phenomena. Uh, the other one was how do paranormal experiences impact on those who experience it? And what meaning do those who experience the paranormal put on their encounters? So she set out, and she did this because she was completing a thesis and dissertation on, on, on which was based on the information that she'd uh, obtained from the survey. And then I'm just going to talk a little bit about some of the findings. The major findings are that... Um, People report paranormal experiences as life-affirming. Um, it's reported more by women than men. It's often experienced from a very early age. Um, it's likely to differ between nations and encountered throughout life, but certain paranormal experiences tend to dominate at different stages of, of people's lives, which is quite interesting. And some of the findings were that 90% of the overall survey participants reported at least one type of paranormal uh, encounter. The most common type of phenomena reported was deja vu, uh, which was noted at 85%. 75% of experienced um, premonitions. 64% uh, had experienced apparitions. 63% telepathy. 
53% out-of-body experiences, reincarnations 41%, psychokinesis 35 seeing auras 32% and mediumship was reported at 24%. The least frequently reported type of paranormal experience was near death, which was probably pretty obvious if you're going to... Not many people die and come back again. Uh, so that one's the least uh, reported. Notably, more women reported experiencing every type of paranormal encounter. Uh, the trend is for paranormal experience to have multiple experiences of the same type of phenomena. On average, paranormal experiences report having five types of encounters. Uh, there are marked differences, variations in the level of phenomena reported by residents of the four major contributing countries, which were Canada, and Canada dominate, dominates most of it in, in encounters. At least one in ten of every first paranormal encounter occurs before the age of six. For eight of the ten types of paranormal experience surveyed, 30% of first encounters takes place before adolescence. More than 50% of all experiences are experienced before adulthood, which is 18 years. Uh, the only two exceptions to that, which people reported later on in life, was seeing auras and mediumship. So the findings, 97% of all respondents agree with the statement that the paranormal has existed for so long that it should be investigated. 70% of paranormal experiences answered yes to the questions, has your experience of the paranormal changed your attitude to life? And the biggest effect was on themselves. Most experiences regard the paranormal was as a positive influence in their lives. Some associate their experiences with abuse and trauma and feelings such as loneliness, isolation and sense of being different. So that is some of the major findings. I mean, what, what jumps out to me is the majority of women report in these cases rather than men. And also the frequency of people reporting more than one type of paranormal activity. Did you think that uh, bears out with our own experiences that certainly most of the mediums that I've come across seem to be women? Mm. Um, there are obviously men, but there does seem to be a high proportion of women. So some of the questions that made Rosemary think a bit more about the findings were that do women really experience the paranormal more than men? Or are they just more likely to report report it? I think probably they're just more likely to report it. I mean, most of the, I mean, I've experienced things, and I'm I feel comfortable talking about it with people who are willing to listen. But I wouldn't go out and tell everybody about it. Mm. Or I certainly wouldn't try and convert people into believing the paranormal exists yes. because I think it's a very personal thing. And until you until something happens to you personally, I wouldn't expect anyone to believe it anyway. I'd be honest, you know, it's it's. But then again. Some people have enough interest to think there is something going on for far too affecting far too many people from around the world. Yes, I think that's the perspective I come from. In mm. other words, the number of people that you meet, or people that say they know people, so there's a bit of hearsay there. Mm. That, that there is a high proportion, um, and I think the other thing, the other trigger is that um, the number of people that experience things. Around the time of bereavement of a of a close relative, or yeah. somebody, close somebody close to them for sure. Um, but again, it's it's you know it's a highly emotional time, isn't it? And you know people are being in a in emotional state. But it is interesting that there do seem to be triggers. Uh, one of the questions she asks is why are certain paranormal encounters, namely déjà vu, premonitions, auras, mediumship, and telepathy, likely to be experienced? many more times than another phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, that's linked really to... 
how true is it that people are saying that the mediums are, yes. are seeing auras? I yeah. mean, deja vu is interesting because that seems to be most commonest, but that also could be explained by temporal lobe epilepsy. Yeah. You know, that could be literally your yeah. brain misfiring um, at a certain point and yeah. you thinking that you've experienced this. Yes, I, I, th- I think the other thing is that you've got to think perhaps in terms of, I suppose, social um, background. Um, and I'm thinking more along the lines of what are the preconceived ideas of, of what a ghost actually is or, or what the supernatural is. Mm. Um, and I think certainly if you go along certain lines, the more scientific uh, thinking, I think, is that you know ghosts are probably three-dimensional you could walk past one in the street and not realise. Most people would associate ghosts or spirits, whatever, with dark rooms, you know, these sort of shadowy, wispy-type characters because that's that's what our culture says a ghost is. Um, so interesting to actually find out, you know, exactly what it is that people think a ghost or a spirit is or what it would look like. Um, and, and I guess that actually... In nine times out of ten, that's what people experience. Mm. Um, but still, um, I don't know if there are any studies on that, but it might be one to, to watch out for, for sure. There's there's a cultural thing about... Because a lot of this, this gender thing about women uh, and men, uh, and some of the quotes that are in the report from, from these experiences say that you know, th- th- this ability runs in my family through the female line, yeah. my grandma, her gr- her mother, you know, and they seem to have this belief that it's something they inherit with from, yes. from their maternal yes. um, heritage. And they, they say, quote, things like, oh, my family's from the Celtic background, my family's from Native American. So they're attaching some form of belief system to it yes. to think that they have an ability. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that's quite interesting because I've noticed that. Um, I would challenge it um, basically on the grounds that certainly the people say, I come from a Celtic background. I- I'd love to know what a Celtic background is mm. and why that should be any different from anybody else. Yeah, uh, the problem with that is when you have a family culture of saying, oh, you know, we're psychic, you know, these things happen to us. As a child growing up hearing that, it starts going into the, the into the process then of suggestion and yes, and to expectation. Yes. You know, so you're creating a environment of people who then expect to things like this to happen to them and when they misperceive things they can put it down to, Oh, that's the family curse, that's the yes. you know, this is this yes. happens to us because we have this gift. Yes. So I mean we're not saying that this is explains all of it, but it's an element to it, I think. Yes, that, and, uh, and I think actually, I mean, to, to perhaps draw an analogy, or also perhaps give another example. It's you know, it, it's perhaps not so common, but certainly when I was a, a lad, you know, if you went to the seaside, and I think there's still is happening on Brighton Pier, you know, the person that can tell you fortune is going to be a gypsy, um, a Romany, um, you know. The, Gypsy Rose Lee and all of this kind of thing. I'll read your tea leaves. Um, and there was this association on this link that because they came from a Romany background that they had this sort of almost inherent gift. Um, so quite an interesting uh, idea. Mm. Another thing that comes out with the findings, it was that at, at least 50% of all paranormal activity occurs before the age of 18 for these people. Yes. 
Um, yeah. So that's very um, significant, really. Yeah, that, that seems to be a childhood thing. Yeah, I, I would imagine that if you feel that you have that gift or that power, um, that's something that you will carry through life. You know, um, again, perhaps. Uh, you become aware of that at a time when your body or your mind is perhaps in turmoil. I mean, the big changes in the teenage years, things could perhaps happen. Um, I'm not saying it's necessarily misinterpretation of events, but uh, it does make you think that's the possibility. Um, so therefore, once you've had that experience, you do carry it through. I think what I like about this survey, which I never thought about before, is, is that... It's connecting phenomena to different stages in your life. So, you know, it, it looks at um, under six years old, then under 13, under right. 18, yes. under 35, then over 35. And it, it looks at which ones are more, f how how often it might happen as well. So it might only happen once. It might happen two to five times, six to ten times, or, or more than ten times. And... It's, it's interesting to note that um, the auras and the mediumship is something that happens apparently later on in life. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know, to me it doesn't make sense because if you are a natural medium, you would have been from birth. You, you would have, I would have thought, had that. you would have had that ability straight away as a child yeah. rather than not as an adult. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the counter-argument is that perhaps you can develop the skill. Mm. Um, I mean, there are people that claim that they can actually make you a medium mm. so I think on that basis it's, it's probably uh, education um, yes if you've got a particular skill um, but I guess it's the, the same old story you know was David Beckham destined to become a great footballer um, did he have a particular skill or did he develop it mm. um, I, th I think probably it's a little bit of both um, yeah he would have been a good footballer but he was able to develop it mm. Reincarnation as well. It's it, it's a it's a difficult one to pinpoint, and but uh, it looks like you know most of the reincarnation experiences are, are, are tend to be at a younger age as well. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I I then as somebody that doesn't believe in life after death, um, unfortunately, reincarnation is a non-starter. So, mm. um, I, I'm not, I won't bother commenting on that from from my point of view. Okay, or well, maybe a, a former life you might have already done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so it is a very good report. It's worth reading. It's worth contributing to it. And do visit her website, Psychic Revolution. Um, there's lots of other information on there as well. Um, for me, I just found I thought it was great that the, the, the survey is out there because it, it gives more of a macro picture. Like I said, it's it's a very good report. It's worth, well worth visiting the website, completing it, contributing the report through the survey. It's a macro-scale survey, which is great, because often we do individual cases and we look at them in isolation from each other, and it tends to be very uh, one-off detailed mm. investigation, whereas this is looking at the bigger picture and just trying to think, trying to look at trends, trying to look at patterns on a larger scale. So this is brilliant. It's well worth... Um, Contribute in and do visit her website, Psychic yeah. Revolution. Yeah, excellent. Okay, once again, thanks, Andy. Thank and you. I think that just about wraps it up. Yeah. So, thanks for listening.
Cool.